This is an Artist Journey podcast, the podcast for people thriving and creating as artists. I'm your host, Malcolm Dewey, and let's begin. Welcome to episode 40 of an Artist Journey podcast. Glad to be chatting to you again. And today I've got an interview with an artist and teacher. It is Christy Lee Tritz and she is from strokesofhope.com. Strokes of Hope is a painting community that combines the art of painting with an encouraging community to help you create a healing space where you can escape to when life gets tough to manage. Christy is going to tell us about what she's up to and how she got started and what her vision and mission is for strokesofhope.com. So let's get on with the show. Right, hi, and I'm really excited to be chatting to Christy Lee and Christy Lee Tritz in Canada, and she is an artist and going to tell us a bit more about what she does and uh, how she helps other people as well. Hi, right, Christy Lee, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I live in a little tourist town in Jasper in the middle of the mountains in Alberta. Sounds ideal, actually. Really need to visit Canada one day. It is ideal, especially if you're a painter. (laughs) There's endless (laughs) supplies of stuff to paint here. (laughs) Oh, no. Sounds awesome. Okay, Chris Lee, let's jump in and uh, tell us exactly how you got started as an artist. Well... Basically, I've always been creative my whole entire life. I remember sitting at the kitchen table painting or coloring uh, or just simply writing inside of journals and doodling on all my schoolwork. And it was something that I always wanted to be able to explore. Um, But mostly it was one of those things that I sort of kept secret to myself. It wasn't something I really put out there too much. Uh, and I used to come up with all these imaginatory stories and I would tell them to my sisters and uh, I come from a family of four so I have three sisters and my parents would say hey stop telling them those scary stories at night because they're not sleeping and so then those stories would then turn into images which would then turn into paintings and drawings and those kinds of things so I sort of started there expressing myself creatively And then through life, I actually had a teacher in grade three, and she essentially said to me, Christy Lee, the clouds are not blue. You need to go outside a recess and you need to look at those clouds and see what color they are, only to grow up to find out that clouds are far more colors than just blue. And so for me, that was my crushing moment. That was the moment where I sort of stopped really putting anything allowing anyone to see my artistic side and I really hit it then I called myself a closet artist because literally I would take all my stuff and put it in a closet and hide it so I was still creating but it was in a secret fashion because I felt like I just didn't have what it took to actually create because the way I saw the world was wrong and it wasn't the right color, right? And so that teacher essentially sort of squashed my creativeness. And then um, as I grew into adulthood, I 
I always had this, I don't know if you, if like, cause I know you're an artist too. I don't know if you've ever had this experience where it's just like, like you're being called like beckoned, like you need to paint, you need to create. And it's just like this massive, um, draw. And I would begin to start, sort of push that away and really ignore that because I was like, I'm not good at it. You know, that teacher was probably right. I probably am not good at it. Right. And so, uh, then as I was like growing and became a teenager and experienced through writing like my first rejection letter, I mean, I had tons of other stuff that was published. And so then for me, that was just another thing that said, ha see, told you you're not really creative as, as much as you feel or think you are. And so I really began to shut that part of me off. And as I shut that part of me off, it really stifled other places in my life. And growing into adulthood was when I was like, I, I can't keep this inside anymore. And the call was just way too loud. And so I started painting again and I started to express myself through writing again. And I, I, I had a, like a lot of creativity starting to come back, but it wasn't until probably the last, I would say two years where that's really awakened to its full capacity again. Yeah, that teacher you're talking about reminds me of a teacher I had, but for her, it was my singing that was the, the worst thing she'd ever heard. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I feel bad because I think teachers sometimes and other people don't really realize the impact that they have on young lives <laughs> and how that's going to impact their life for a very long time afterwards. Yeah. I could have been a rock star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe she got it right. Anyway, so you you obviously had to overcome a lot to get your confidence back. Um, what would you describe as, as the most difficult part for you in, in actually getting your creativity out there to share with, with others? Yeah, so for me, that was just overcoming those thoughts that I had of my own, so my own mindset of saying, you can't do it. You're not good enough. Um, it's too difficult. You can't get it perfect. That's not the right color for a tree. And for me, that was the main hang up was getting the right colors. And looking back, I know it was from that time when I, when that teacher said, that's not the right color. And so I had this really bad thing in me called perfectionism. And so I actually wouldn't paint because I would be like, no, that's not the right color. That's not exactly how it looks when I see it. And so it would really hold me back from actually creating. And I had to just really in the beginning sort of push myself when I started to really dive into my creativity again and just push myself forward and say, you can do this. You do have what it takes. It doesn't have to be perfect. And that was one of the things that really helped was knowing it didn't have to be perfect. It had to be a process. And so for me now I look at it as like, okay, it may not be perfect, but I'm in the process of painting. And for me, the process of painting is that expression of who you are and how you see things and how you are interpreting those shapes and those colors and that emotion that's behind whatever it is that you've captured. And so now instead of, trying to figure out how do I get this perfect? How do I get it the perfect color and the perfect shape and, and all that perfectionism? 
I now think of it as that process. And so it allows me to enter into the realm of painting way quicker rather than being like spending weeks trying to figure it out in my head first before I would ever go ahead and just paint something. Now instead, I'm like, okay, you're not going to figure it all out. <laughs> just get started. And that's the most important part is the getting started part. And then once you go from that, that call just like beckons you way too much and you just can't not paint. Talking when you're talking about this the school situation and it's amazing as as parents we love our children's early art and it's so it's great it's fantastic and you know I've never really diverged from that but at some point most yeah. children that message uh, disappears and it becomes you've got to be perfect the whole perfectionism thing comes in and I think yeah. that is that is a major problem well, and you know How what, you, actually, yeah. on that side of it, mm. so I have a 16-year-old, well, he's 16 at the time we're recording this, he's 16, and when he was younger, he, because I was creative, I encouraged him to be creative, but I encouraged him to be creative with stuff that he could explore that creative with, and a blank paper. So we didn't do coloring books. We didn't do stay in the lines and those kinds of things. And then when he went to preschool, that's what he was being taught. Like, no, 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 you can't color out of the lines. You have to color inside of the lines and don't go over them. And I really noticed that the more he was in school, the less he wanted to explore that creative side. And I would encourage him. And then I started homeschooling and I said, okay, enough is enough you're gonna we're gonna explore this creative side the way it was meant to be and I got like feathers and pom-poms and different kinds of felts and pens and papers and you name it and I would just put it out and I would we would just explore and mm. you know I think it's super important that that we encourage that exploration of creativeness and art because everybody is different and it's not about coloring in the lines or about using a specific color for the clouds as an example. It's really about expressing who you are through that artwork and expressing what's inside and letting that go because that's mm. what art can also help you with too, for sure. No, that's fantastic. Painting between lines or coloring in between the lines is my favorite reason for why grown-ups just cannot free up their painting. So we always start with that example and it's, uh, look, it's not your fault you were taught this as, at an early age and now I'm going to teach you how to paint outside the lines yeah I but, love uh, that <laughs> yeah exactly with all that in mind um, and now you are dealing with students and people wanting to get into something more creative how do you deal with people who feel they just don't have the skill or the knowledge or they're not perfect how do you help them? Well, the first thing that I do is let them know that it's a process. It's not perfection. And that the process is actually one of the most important things because I actually work with people who struggle with chronic conditions such as depression, anxiety, chronic worry, and then also chronic medical conditions like um, MS, Graves disease, autoimmune conditions, and so on and so forth. And so for me, my audience is really it's healing. Like art is a, is a healing space for them. So in order to be able to create that healing space, first and foremost, we need to enter into that space. 
So to be able to enter into that space is about being just being in the process and exploring through that. And so I think that's the very first thing. And then the second thing was, as I was re-exploring, shall we say, my creative side and creating paintings again, I was like, okay, how can I teach this to other people so that it's not like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Like, wow, that's amazing. I, I could never do that, you know, kind of thing. Because we can, as long as we're open to exploring that, anybody can learn how to paint and create. And so for me, it was like, I'm a process person and a step-by-step -step kind of person. So I would start to break down the process of myself creating my own paintings. And I'd be like, okay, what did you do first? What did you do second? What did you do third? And then all of a sudden the five-step easy peasy painting process, which is what I call it, um, came about to be because I noticed that no matter what painting I created, there were five steps I would walk through. And so those five steps are how I would, how I broke it down for, to teach to my students. And then I sort of refined it as I went along and I said, okay, these are what are included in these steps and sort of created for myself an outline so that as I teach it, I, I actually create the videos in those five steps. So they, if they don't have tons of time, they could do step one and then, you know, move on to step two when they had time. But it also allowed them to simply be in that process and to create without feeling like overwhelmed and like frustrated and how am I going to do this? Instead, I took away all of that question and just said, let's just explore this piece first and then let's explore this piece. And as you go along, you begin to build confidence. So I always, I don't know if you do this with your students, but with my students, I always say, don't worry, there's always an ugly stage. It's completely normal and you're going to go through it. So expect it to come. And then when I'm doing the painting tutorials for them, I say, okay, we're at the ugly stage now. And the painting does not look anything like what it's going to look once you add in those other steps and you start to sort of really bring that painting to life. So I also let them know that there is an ugly stage and everyone's going to go through it, but it's what comes after that stage. That's the most important part. Yeah, as always, um, somebody once said, first thing you do when you've finished a painting is you start your next painting. <laughs> don't, don't, don't fall in love with your first painting or, or, and, and just stop there. And I think, I think it actually applied to, maybe it was an author or something, but you, when you finish your first book or you finish your book, start the next one. Mm -hmm. Finish your artwork start the next one and just keep that momentum going and if you get and, stuck yes. you can put that one aside for a little while and start a new yeah. one like i think that's important too is not feeling right. like you have to sit down and complete the whole entire thing because you exactly. might need just that little extra spark of inspiration that might come in a few days yeah work in progress that's what i call it i have many <laughs> <Yeah>. others <laughs> so um, Christy Lee, what inspired you to become a teacher? Why was that important to you? Um, so I, I actually did teach in high school. I taught cosmetology class and I, I taught other things. And I thought, you know what? I have the teaching background. Hmm. I absolutely love creating. How can I marry these two together? But I also saw a huge 
it actually makes me emotional thinking about it. So I'm going to try not to cry, but a huge sadness in the world. And for me, it was that, that really pulled me towards that because I was like, we don't need to watch people suffer. People don't need to be in that space of suffering. They don't need to be in a space of feeling like life doesn't matter and like that their life doesn't have purpose, especially when you struggle with a chronic condition. You sometimes feel like you don't know what the next day is going to bring to you. And you can feel like you're a burden on other people and your life can be difficult. And so I saw this huge, huge need that also creating had helped me with because I struggle with a chronic medical condition. That's an autoimmune disease. And so for me, every day was sort of a question and I didn't know. And um, I wanted to see people break free from that and break free from saying, you know, this is my life. And instead of being their condition or being what they were experiencing in life or being their struggle, that they could create that healing space so that they didn't have to be that whatever it was, but that they could experience that and be going through that in life, but know that that's not who they are and that that doesn't define who they are. And so for me, through the art of painting, that was a way in which I could help them you know, work through those struggles, help them really overcome the kinds of things that they were experiencing in life. But also, we all need that space in our life where we can escape to, where when life is just really difficult in that moment, we can go there and we can say, you know what, this is difficult right now. But when you experience painting, it's like you enter into a completely different world. And just you and that canvas exist and literally everything else falls to the wayside. It, it's like you are transported somehow. And that's the part of painting that I loved so much. And I thought, you know what? Other people need this. And the world that we live in right now is crying out for that space to, to create that healing, to escape to when they need that de-stressing moment. Um, and I think we're so go, 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 go in our lives that yeah. it's kind of nice to just like sit there and let time pass and just explore our creative side. And I think there's nothing more beautiful than that. And for me, it came from that place of being in that space. So it all started when I was actually unable to get out of my own bed. And I was laying there thinking, what if I die? What if I die right now in this moment? And nobody even knows because my husband wasn't home at the time and he couldn't be, he was working. And so I was all alone at home trying to heal. And I thought, you know what, if, if I pass away and I never, ever shared this, that would be my biggest regret in my entire life because I knew what it could bring to people. And if I had died with all that inside, I would have felt like I never really lived life. So in that moment, I made a promise that as soon as I could get out of bed, that I would bring this to other people. And that's where my teaching side started to come through um, in the, the creative arts. Uh, Christy, I can, I can definitely see that you, you've got a, an intense purpose in what you're doing and uh, I totally agree with you about 
you know, I think it, it really is everybody who can benefit. One of the things that actually came to mind as, as you were talking as well was, was people who lost balance in their, their life. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all tend to get compartmentalized. You, know, you are an engineer and you're a lawyer and, and you are, you know, you've got to fix cars. That's your job and that's your career, and et cetera, et cetera. And they feel, well, and they're not happy. And there's, there's so many things missing. Everybody has a creative side. You don't have to be a professional artist. Just get in touch with some creativity. Have a bit of fun. Explore yeah. that side. And you'll be better in your job as well and in your career and just a more fulfilled person. The joy and, and so, happiness it creates in your life, yeah. you'll be yeah. thinking like, why didn't I do this sooner? And, <laughs> and just you're going to want to pass it on to other people. And for me, I wanted to make that experience something that anyone could do or anyone could take. So you don't necessarily, the the approach that I take is you don't have to know how to draw. You don't have to know how to grid because I provide you a template if you're not that kind of person. But if you are that kind of person, feel free to draw it out. Feel free to grid it out. Feel free to map that out. But if you're not, it doesn't mean that you can't explore the painting side. You just simply take the template Use um, carbon paper, put the template down and trace around it and then dive into the other videos. And as you get confidence and you start to explore, you might say, you know what? I don't want to make my clouds blue. I want to make them green or purple or whatever, you know, kind of idea. And that's what I encourage for my students is just because you see me painting in a specific way or with a specific color. I'm not saying that I'm encouraging you to do that. In fact, I'm encouraging you to explore your own version of this painting tutorial. Christine, how can people find out more about what you are doing and get in touch with you and start having some fun with you? (laughs) So I have my painting community, which is strokesofhope.com. And that's a community as well as a creative space. So we kind of melt both of those together so that people don't feel like they're all alone in the process. And then I also have other workshops that I do, which you can find on christyleetritz.com or if you go directly to the workshop page, which is createwithchristylee.com. And of course, I'm on social media, so they can definitely find me on social media as well. Excellent. Christy Lee, thanks very much for chatting to me. It's been great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I want to thank Christy Lee Tritz of strokesofhope.com for being my guest on the show today. It was great having her on. And if you want to learn more about what she's up to or joining her community, you can find her on strokesofhope.com. And if you want to get into some painting lessons and find out more about how to improve your painting, be sure to visit my website, malcolmdeweyfineart.com. Check out the painting courses page and see what's on offer. There's everything there from free courses to premium for beginners and intermediate artists in all mediums as well. So check out painting courses on malcolmdeweyfineart.com. Thanks for joining me today and until next time, cheers for now. (music) 